Welcome to From the Deep. I am Mike the Finder. And I am Book of Brett. And today we're going to be asking the, um, one of the greatest philosophical questions of all time. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It's, it's been debated for centuries, and I think today we're finally going to tackle it. <laughs> um, before we get into that, though, I do want to do a small review on this movie because that's kind of what we do around here. And right. it was my very first time watching this film. So, Which really, really blows my mind because um, it's it, it's it's got the Christmas theme to it, and you have a you, you have a habit of watching Christmas movies, like like Black Christmas, and like those are the Christmas movies you like. So I was shocked to find out that you had never ever seen this movie because I think you might be the only person I I know that had never seen this movie before, and. You and I like movies more than anybody that I know personally, so it was right. shocking to me that you had never seen this before. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, so here's the thing about that. I think growing up, I was just not really into action movies. And right. I said this on that Rambo review I did. I think that review has gone private now, now that I think about it, so I don't know why I'm breaking <laughs> it up. Um, but... Action movies were never really my thing. I grew up really liking horror. And right. the only action movies I really saw, I saw Cliffhanger when I was younger for some reason. That's one of the weird action movies I have seen. That's what um, I've never seen. And then all of the Schwarzenegger movies. <laughs> so, like, see, my, the, 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 those the were my action I, movies. The only one I saw when I was growing up that was a Schwarzenegger movie was Last Action Hero. But that's because my parents were very strict on, like, not letting me watch stuff that I should not be watching. Right. Yeah. And I, uh, you, 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 and, you and Brittany's parents were very different as far as that goes, where it was like, yeah, no, fine. It's, it's, it's fine. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I don't think that it was allowed so much as that was just kind of what I was doing. Um, that's fair. I, I like it I, wasn't con it wasn't condoned, but you were just doing. Yeah, but it. it also wasn't condemned, I guess, either. When I think about right. it, but but either way, that's that's why I watch stuff like Black Christmas. And um, but to be fair, I love Jingle All the Way. That's the best Christmas movie ever made. Right, uh, with a Home Alone being a strong second. But right, <laughs> Jingle All the Way is um, that's my kind of Christmas movie. It's dumb. It's fun. Anyway, Brooklyn Nine Nine's the main thing that I think of when I think of Die Hard. Anyway, yeah, and, yeah, me too. And so those are my only real reference point. So I didn't know until a couple years ago when it started going around on the internet that it was like Die Hard's a Christmas movie. And right, I so for me, I didn't even know that it was set around Christmas. So um, you've seen this movie before. Did you watch I this growing up? I, I, I watched, I wouldn't say I watched it growing up. Um, I didn't watch it until I was probably a teenager. Okay. Um, but I have watched it many, 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 many times. Uh, in my adulthood, I watch it almost every Christmas. Um, I love Die Hard. I was actually really, really excited to do this episode because we were we were going back and forth on, on what movie to do. Because if you remember, we were originally going to do the new Home Alone movie, yeah. and you're like, "Dude, we can't do that. <laughs> we can't. We can't do that." And so you suggested Die Hard, and the second you suggested Die Hard, I was like, "Yes," because <laughs> I 
I love this movie. Like not just because not just because it's set around Christmas time, but because it's just a it's just a good movie. And it's and and the reason I like it I like it so much is because this is a movie that came out around the time of like Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger and these like way over the top action eighties movies. Yeah. And in this one we have basically just a guy, a regular guy who's a cop doing extraordinary things. And that to me is what's so amazing about this movie and why I think it stood out. This thing has like a 94% rating on I think it was IMDb or Metacritic. Um, and, and every website you go on, it has a high rating and one of the things people always talk about is that it wasn't your normal for the time. It wasn't your normal like over the top action flick. It's over the top. Don't get me wrong. It's like it's very over the top. I mean, he's he's swinging off the top of a skyscraper attached to a fire hose. I mean, it's it's definitely over the top, but it's not like Rambo over the top. You know what I mean? Well, the first Rambo is far more believable than Die Hard is. <laughs> like, you think so? Way more believable. Maybe I need to go back and watch Rambo. Rambo. 2, I haven't watched Rambo you're in a thinking long of time. Rambo Two. That's what you're Maybe. thinking of, where he goes crazy in the woods and kills hundreds of people, like in um, the jungle. Yeah, in the jungle, rather, not the woods. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Maybe that is the one that I'm thinking Rambo of. Rambo One is set in the United States, and it's way more about PTSD and stuff. Um, now okay. there are definitely points where he's fighting police and stuff where it's crazy and right all sorts of crap like that. But I, Die Hard just because I don't have any nostalgia for this movie, I don't get the love for it. I don't. No. 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 Oh. I don't. I don't get the love for it. I think that it's uh, fun, but yeah. But I. I was having a hard time enjoying it in the same way that I do something like Total Recall or something like that. Well, Total Recall, Total Recall. I mean, that's more of like a sci-fi action movie. There's and that's a lot why. more going on. That's definitely why, and it's also why I didn't grow up watching action movies. Not just because I liked horror more, but because it just doesn't appeal to me very much. The the right. military sort of counter terrorist terrorist thing just never really appeals to me in movies that much yeah no that's fair i i I think that's a big part of why it appealed to me though is because like like i grew up on like james bond and so yeah it it, it kind of falls along that same lines of like fighting a terrorist organization and like you know like there's like the military aspect like what you were saying and so i think that's one of the might be one of the reasons why i like die hard so much but it's also it's also one of those movies that I feel like it, it has so many iconic lines that come out of it, and there's there, there's so many there's so many iconic things that happen in Die Hard. But again, if you don't have any nostalgia for it, I guess it wouldn't seem as iconic, and it's more just something that's happening in the movie. Yes, like that's I, like, exactly I how it felt. That's a great way to put it. That's exactly how it felt. Yeah. Yeah, if if it's not if you don't have the nostalgia for it, then I can see how those moments wouldn't be iconic. But like the iconic or what everybody attributes to being iconic moments in Die Hard, even watching it last night, I still found myself chuckling along to it. Like when he's in the vent and he's going, "Come out to California, we'll have a good time," and he's being super sarcastic. Like I got a little chuckle out of that, and so. But again, it's something I've watched over and over and over again, and it's part of. To me, it's part of my Christmas season. 
Um, but how long has again, that been going on, though? What me watching Die Hard around Christmas? Yeah, <sighs> for at, at least at least several years at this point. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I owned it on VHS. I owned it on VHS. I owned it on DVD, and now I own it on, in 4K. I have seen a lot of references to it in cartoons growing up, and and not really realizing it until I watched this movie. And, and seeing where all of these reference points from all these different things that I have seen over the years come from. And right. that's cool to be able to tie that back. Uh, but that's not the same as nostalgia. So No, no, it's not. It's, it's I, the exact opposite, actually. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of have waited so long to see this movie because I kind of. I didn't. I don't want to say that I went into it knowing I wasn't going to like it that much, but. Right. I went into it with the idea that this probably isn't my kind of movie, which is why I haven't watched it yet or as of yet. So, so as an adult, what makes it not your kind of movie? It's, uh, this is a very personal preference thing for me. So, um, well, this I whole just thing's don't, subjective. I don't really care for long gunfights <laughs> and constant action. I, I like horror because it's like, it's like uh, tension based and right. there are moments of tension in this movie, like where he's being pulled out of the window by the fire hose. Um, right. There are definite moments of tension that, re that really did get me. Um, but that's why I like horror because it's more filled with tension and anxiety and stuff like that. And not just constant, constant, constant gunfights. And well, we, I, I would say it's a different type of tension because like every, almost every scene is Full of some kind of tension, whether it's what the terrorists are doing or whether it's how he's reacting or like, I, I really liked Bruce Willis's um, performance in it because of him being able to convey what he's going through as far as like the tension, as far as the stress and everything. Like when he's really, when he's really thinking about what to do, when he's really getting frustrated, I think Bruce Willis did like watching this as an adult, because I've never watched Die Hard and really analyzed it the way I had to do it for this episode. Right. And I really think like, like it, there's nothing Bruce Willis's performance didn't feel cheesy to me. It didn't feel cheesy. It felt like he did a really good job of conveying what the character is going through and maybe not necessarily making you feel what he's going through, but at least recognizing that that's what he's going through and being able to see on his face what's really going on in his head. And that's what I think like a really good actor will do is not just necessarily what's coming out of their mouth, but what's showing up on their face to match what's going on inside the character's head. And I think he did a really good job with that. Well, it's funny you say that because I was thinking, wow, this is one of his worst performances. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I He was so monotone and so emotionless the whole time. It, it bothered me a lot. Um, like the moment where he's pulling a piece of glass out of his foot – let alone the loophole that he kills five people before then that he could just take their shoes. The only reason that exists in this film or in the script rather is to string it along so that he's got more and more foot problems as the time goes. And then he has to kick well, through he a did, glass. He did, try to take, he did try to take one terrorist <sighs> pair of shoes and they were too tiny. Okay, but there are five, five people. <laughs> he kills at least five people before... You know that it starts to become a problem, and 
I, I don't know that that bothered me. It's not a big deal. It just bothered me a lot. Right. Um. But I just felt like he was just kind of. I don't know. Very emotionless, and I didn't get any. I, it just felt really flat. His performance felt really flat for me. Interesting. And okay. and again, I think that's just because I'm watching it for the first time, analyzing it rather than just sitting down to watch it. You know, does that make right. sense? Because I yeah, think no, it does. Because I think because I watched this with a more critical eye of the whole thing. I think maybe I probably enjoyed it less than I would have if I had just sat down. If somebody was like, let's watch Die Hard. And I was right. just watching it for fun. What about Alan Rickman's performance? It, he does a good job. He, um, I feel like he could, he could have been maybe a little bit colder. He really, yeah, just, um, but to me, he did a great job, but I actually really like Alan Rickman. Right. But I also like Bruce Willis and other things. Bruce Willis is awesome in fifth element. He's, he's yeah. awesome in fifth element. He's awesome. Yeah, in 12 he's good Monkeys. in unbreakable too. Unbreakable is good. Um, there's all sorts of stuff that I'm, that I'm a big fan of him in. I just kind of felt this movie, he just didn't, there's not enough there for him to be able to, I don't, I, here's the other thing. Did nobody show any of the people in this stupid movie how to hold a gun correctly? Because every terrorist and, and Bruce Willis look like they've never held a gun before. And it drove me, it drove me insane the way he's. What do you mean? Sweeping mo motion with the gun <laughs> and checking corners in a way that no one would ever check. And they just, I don't know. I, <laughs> it's the eighties. I guess it's the eighties. You also have to watch it. In the, you have to watch it in the context of this is in the eighties back when, you know, there wasn't as much like, like now we watch military movies or some kind of action movie with law enforcement or whatever. And we expect it to be realistic because we see so much online and we, we, we can recognize when something looks realistic. This is back in the 80s when nobody really nobody really knew. But it's it's not about realistic. The guy that the guy that he writes, now I have a machine gun on, um, that guy looked so uncomfortable holding a gun. And it just wasn't there's all sorts of moments like that for me where it's just it just doesn't I, I think this movie is more whimsical maybe than I went into it thinking that it would be. And yeah. And so I had different expectations for what it what it would be versus what it actually was. And so right. I walked away from it feeling like that was way more lighthearted than I thought it was going to be. And because of that, it just didn't it didn't work for me, I guess. Yeah, it it, it is definitely I, I, I think uh, I think it's definitely meant to be more of a fun ride. Um, than right. anything. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's not meant to be taken too seriously. And I think again, that falls into the, uh, the environment of eighties action films. Yeah. Where but, okay. It, but, but let me, let me cut you off right there. But Rambo is the perfect example of how to do it correctly. Rambo. Right. I, I don't, you said you hadn't watched it in a while, so maybe you should go back and watch the first Rambo. I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to. The first Rambo, the first half of that movie is a lot like that. And then and then Stallone gives this monologue about PTSD and and not being able to find a job and because you know, I won't go into all of it, but Rambo flips hard and has this really emotionally fueled end and and and, and Die Hard just sort of 
<laughs> is kind of a shallow puddle the whole way through. Does that make sense? It it's well, a very shallow all, puddle all the way through. Rambo's also tackling um, a very real. I mean, I think it's yeah, it's intentionally true. tackling a very real issue um, in, in the context of an action movie. And so I think that, and again, that has to do with a lot of the writing. I mean, it was just, it was written with the intention of sending a message. Well, and yeah, Rambo's also like, based on a book. So there was right. much more significance put into that is ending. more written with the intention of a fun ride. Right. And that's why, th that's what I think I like so much about Die Hard is that it is, it is just, it's a fun ride. And, but again, the things that I like about it, you don't like about it. But again, that's what's so great about film is the same thing is going to mean something different to different people. It also has a lot to do with when you watch it, what context are you watching it in? And so I think that, but I think that's what makes uh, Die Hard a good movie is that you can take different things from it. It's not just a, a, a an umbrella statement of it is a crappy movie or it is a good movie. Movie, it's always it's a good movie because I liked this about it or it's not a good movie because I didn't like this about it well I also I also just want to say that um, I did I did have fun with it but right I don't think it's something that I'm gonna be watching every Christmas and I think that's because um, I, the reason I don't like action movies is because of what you're describing, that it's a fun ride. And right. although it can be fun, I would rather spend the time, if I'm going to sit down to watch a movie, than to get something out of it rather than go on. It's the reason I don't like the Avengers movies or any of that Marvel stuff. I was just about to it's, say that. It's the exact same thing for me. And although this movie is fun, there's no... I didn't get anything out of it. And that's right. one of my favorite supposed to. That's one of my favorite things about film is getting uh, getting something out of it and having something to sink my teeth into of why is it this way. And right. and Die Hard doesn't give me any of that. It feel like right. it's it like I said it's just sort of a shallow action theme park ride. And right. and although I love theme parks um, that's not why I watch film. So right. Die Hard didn't really work for me in that way. So I, I don't know. Well, I, I think if you, if you, if you want to go deeper into it, I think what, and again, it's not that there's anything to really take out of it, but if you look at it from a, from a writing perspective, and again, that's not saying whether or not you're going to get anything out of it, but just from a writing perspective, like the back and forth between him and Alan Rickman, the way the characters interact, the way the, 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 way the characters uh, develop through the movie, um, again, not in any existential kind of way, but just the way, the way things progress throughout the movie, I think are, is very, uh, it's very fluid. And I think it, at no point does it feel like it's like dropping off in pace. Like the pacing like continues to go and go and and go. Whereas, and, and again, I think that that's another way that it's another way of looking at the movie. It's not saying that that makes it good or bad, but I feel like if you look at it from that perspective, it becomes a better movie or it at least becomes more fun. But again, I think um, it, it's it, it's it's like a lot. It's like a lot of Christmas movies where you're not really watching. I don't watch Home Alone to get anything out of it, but I still have fun watching it. But I don't watch. That, but that's the thing is Home Alone has nostalgia for me. Right. So 
a lot of those more family friendly Christmas movies have that nostalgia factor and Die Hard doesn't. So it. Right. Well, and that's the thing I'm noticing you're saying. What you're constantly saying is it didn't work for you, but at no point have you said it was a bad movie. It's not. Like, I, you know what? There are there are so many long tracking shots in this, and there's some really good rack focus moments in it, yeah. and there's really good framing. The cinematography's awesome. The lighting yeah. is great. Um, and, you know, I think, I don't know, who who's the director? Um I can't remember. I can't remember either. That's what a bummer. He directed the crap out of this, though. Yeah. And because it's such a well-shot movie, um, I was able to get into it in that way. It is by no means a bad movie. I just don't think it's for me. For my taste and, and me as somebody who watches a lot of stupid crappy horror movies which i i understand what are you getting out of stupid crappy old horror movies they give me a sense of nostalgia even if it's something that i didn't grow up watching and die right. hard just felt it falls in that weird what year did this come out 1988 wanna, okay that's exactly what i thought I was about to say it falls into this weird 85 to 90 period that i'm not crazy about as far okay. as movies go. So That's fair. See, and I really I really like that time period, like right. late 80s, early 90s. Like I like early 90s me. stuff, but it's late right. 80s stuff that just... Well, it was that weird transition. It's that weird transitional time of like going from the 80s into the 90s. And so there is that there is that weird transitional period there. Yeah. But um but and but I think that's an important distinction that people need to take away is that you know it, it, regardless of how you feel about it, it's a it, it's a well made movie. It is. it is a well it's a very well made movie. It's it, it's written well. It's it, it's it's acted well. It's shot well. Like there is there's a scene at the very very end after all after everything's gone down. And there's this huge wide shot of the parking lot. And there's this, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. It's it's lit so well. Nothing looks directional. It's this awesome tracking shot. There's a ton going on on screen. And that's what I loved so much about this scene is the paper that's falling out of the sky. Somebody was in a crane just dumping paper out of the sky. Yeah. Like everything is practical. The only real CGI that you have in this movie is the uh, the big explosions at the end um, at the top of the building because it's a real L.A. building that they can't blow up. That's really the only CGI that you get in this movie. Everything else is practical. And I I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty sure Bruce Willis did almost all of his own stunts in this movie. And so I think that's what people really need to take away is that if, if you have not watched Die Hard yet, you might not like it, but there are going to be aspects about it that you can still enjoy just from a filmmaking standpoint. Maybe not from like an existential or emotional standpoint, right. But just from a filmmaking standpoint, there's still something here to enjoy. Yeah. And like I said earlier, he, the director directed the crap out of this and it's, it's a very well put together film, but, um, none of that means anything because what we're actually here to talk about is, is this movie a Christmas movie? Uh Uh-huh. And uh-huh. because you have seen this and you watched it around Christmas, I would like to hear what you have to say first. It is absolutely 100% a 
a Christmas movie. It is absolutely a Christmas movie. This is Home Alone with bullets. That's all it is. This is Home Alone with bullets and terrorists instead of burglars and hot irons. This this is a movie, and this is something that I so I went on I went on Facebook and I made phone calls to people because I um and it all started because uh, Brittany said it's not a Christmas movie, and I was like, okay, I want to find out, and it wasn't like a, I've got to prove her wrong or anything like that. It was. A, okay, I really want to find out what most people think of Die Hard as a Christmas movie because this is something that's been debated for a very long time. This is not a new debate by any means. And of the people I polled on Facebook and over the phone, 80% of the people I polled say it is a Christmas movie. Um, How many? Out of um, how many? Out of, it was 80, uh, I I mean, it wasn't like a ton of people. It was probably like, like... it was maybe like 15 people. Okay. And so, um, because it was on my personal, it was on my personal Facebook page. And so, but, um, most people were just like, yes, it's a Christmas movie or no, it's not a Christmas movie. But, um, one guy actually asked like, what makes a Christmas movie, a Christmas movie? Yeah. I think, I think it's a good question. Like what really makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie, and it's a ve- it's a very subjective question, as is pretty much any question when it comes to film. It's going to be subjective. Um, in my opinion, if it's set around Christmas, there's Christmas themes in the movie. There's Christmas references, and there's Christmas music. It's a Christmas movie. That's that's what I would consider a Christmas movie, um, w- d- because there are different degrees of what make a Christmas movie a Christmas movie, and or what degree of those aspects of Christmas in a Christmas movie, you know, make it a legit Christmas movie. And so, to me, if you have again those few things, if you have a Christmas theme, you have Christmas music, you have a, a an environment around Christmas. It's it's a Christmas movie, and I mean they're they're crashing a Christmas party. There's Christmas music from the very beginning. There there's sleigh bells, even though they're a little distorted. There are sleigh bells playing at the very beginning of the movie, and so I I personally and there are tons of Christmas references in this. I have a submachine gun, ho ho ho, and they're saying Merry Christmas a lot, and there are references to him coming out for Christmas. He's, I mean, he's traveling on Christmas. How much more Christmas can you get than traveling on Christmas? And so, to me, it's absolutely a Christmas movie. It's not a, it's not a traditional Christmas movie. It's not one you're going to gather the family to watch on Christmas. But I would consider it a Christmas movie, which is why I watch it almost every single Christmas. Okay. I mean, all that makes sense. And I totally see where you're coming from. But I would argue this is a movie that happens to take place on Christmas and not a Christmas movie. That's kind of how I feel about it. The beginning, yes. The first third i'll give you the first third of this movie sure sure it's a christmas movie absolutely um (laughs) but the the other two-thirds of it no i i I just can't i can't agree because the 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 christmas theme fades into the back um and and it's and it's more about other stuff so yeah i think it's a movie that happens to take place on christmas but I will say the in, that is a really interesting question. What does make a Christmas movie a Christmas movie? I think it's 
Um, I think it's a lot of what you're saying, but I also think it's Christmas is is a much more upfront part of the plot rather it's than integral. It, it, yes, rather it's a much more important part of the plot than being sort of in the background and setting play is setting Die Hard during Christmas is kind of just the only reason I, I can see that 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 it's like that is to get him from New York to L.A. You can make Die Hard work in a million different other ways. You oh, can't I thought you make, were saying you couldn't. Okay. No, you can't make Jingle All the Way work for his birthday because then there's not a buying frenzy, fren- uh, frenzy for Turbo Man. And right. it's stuff like that. I think Christmas has to play a, a much more important role in it. And Die Hard could be set in January if you wanted it to be. And, and it wouldn't change it. And it wouldn't change it that much. No, you couldn't, because the entire family gets on a plane for Christmas to go to France because this is a thing that they do every year. That right. house is empty because it's Christmas. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. It's you can't place those two robbers finding an entire block empty anywhere other than Christmas. Right. And it's it's okay. It's stuff like that. Do you see what I'm saying? That's why yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's why I don't think it's a Christmas movie. It's a movie that takes place on Christmas. Okay, but that and that's what I'm saying. That that to me is what makes it a Christmas movie. I'm not saying you're wrong. I totally see what you're saying. No, yeah, but yeah. To me, just just for me and me having the the Christmas attachment to it, it being placed in Christmas is enough for me to go, yeah, it's a Christmas movie. I'm also a giant child when it comes to Christmas. And so if it's set in Christmas, I'm going to go, yes, it's a Christmas movie. I now have an excuse to watch it around Christmas time. <laughs> so there is that aspect to it, too. Maybe it's me just really wanting it to be a Christmas movie. Maybe it's just I like the Christmas references, and that, to me, is enough to consider it a Christmas movie. Um However, you're right. There could be a million other reasons why this whole thing took place. And I think that that's because it's much more centered around the um, the terrorist aspect and what the terrorists yeah. are doing yep. and his reaction to it. And so, yes, you're absolutely right. They could have they could have put this in any any setting. That's why everything after Die Hard 2 isn't a Christmas movie because they can make a Die Hard movie without it being set in Christmas. Even right. Die Hard 2 I would say Die Hard 2 is even less of a Christmas movie than Die Hard 1 is. Um, and Die Hard 2, I really liked too. If, if you get a chance, watch Die Hard 2 just from a... Don't, don't analyze it because Jeremy Irons is awesome as the villain in that movie. But it's... It, it, again, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, this could happen without the Christmas setting... Um, it could be argued that they used the Christmas setting just to release a movie around Christmas time. Well, that yeah, that, I, that question popped up in my head. When did this get released? Was it around Christmas when mm. they first put it out? That's a good question. That's Let's a really good question. <laughs> it came out July 15th, 1988. See? Christmas in July. No. Christmas in July. No. <laughs> no, just, no, just no. If this was a Christmas movie, they would have put it out in September, October, November, December. Any one of those would have worked. Not July. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Uh-uh. Do you think that? Do you think them releasing it in July makes it even less of a Christmas movie? One hundred percent, I do, because that means that the people that made it don't even consider it a Christmas movie. Because, because if they uh, did, they would have placed it more toward Christmas, like you do a Christmas movie. See, the reason I'm asking is because I feel like this new bit of news is a bit of a detriment to my opinion <laughs> on it being a Christmas movie. <laughs> Uh, let me see if I can get my phone to focus on, or the camera to focus on it. July 15th, July 15th 1988. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. Um, I, I'm, I'm still going to consider it a Christmas movie. Um, again, though, because of the Christmas theme, um, with that said, it is by no means my go-to Christmas movie. <laughs> My, my go-to not. Christmas movie is A Christmas Story and Christmas Vacation. But the, Christmas ag- Vacation is a good one. That's a good one. Christmas Va- I, I just watched that last. I watched it right after Die Hard. It is just so good. <laughs> it's just so good. Shitter's full. <laughs> I just think that they didn't release it around Christmas. There's not enough. A plot point has to has to involve Christmas magic in some way. And there is no Christmas magic in this movie. And because of that, for me, it will never be a Christmas movie. But at the same time, um, I kind of feel like uh, if if you want to watch, I don't know, Little Women uh, every Christmas, <laughs> then that's your Christmas movie. You know what I mean? So if you want to watch The Grinch on the 4th of July, that's your 4th of July movie. Who cares? Like, okay, that's my overall but- feeling about all of this, to be really, really honest, is I really don't care if it's a Christmas movie or not. If you watch it during Christmas and you feel like this is part of the tradition that I have every year of right. Christmas... You do you, because who cares? I, see, that 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 I am going to disagree with, because I feel like if there's nothing about, if there's nothing Christmassy about it, and you're watching it around Christmas, you're just watching it in December. Does that, I, that, that, that's, that's how I feel about it. If, if it's not, if there's no Christmas theme at all, <laughs> it's just, I mean, I could watch The Last Samurai in, in December, and that's, that's one that's of my your- favorite... But that's the thing is if you do that every single Christmas Eve, that's your Christmas Eve movie. And it's that makes it a Christmas movie, right? It's just a movie on Christmas. I, I want to go back to something you said, though. If it doesn't have any Christmas magic, right. you don't consider it. Not that you're saying it's not, but you don't consider it a Christmas movie. Yeah. So my existential question to you, Mike, what is Christmas magic? Well, that's my point. Uh, Santa, elves, flying reindeer, uh, snow on Christmas Eve. These, these, these are things that that make a Christmas movie a Christmas movie. Okay, but that's not. I wouldn't say snow falling on Christmas is Christmas magic. When I think of Christmas magic, I think of like no, no, no. Santa. I'm not saying exclusively. I'm saying as part of a package deal. Those are the things that that make it. And and in that way, I guess you could say Home Alone isn't that either. Um, right. But he does go to see Santa, and even right. if Santa's sort of a smoking weirdo and gives him pocket candy, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, not even, um, it's not even pocket candy. They're they're breath mints, <laughs> pocket breath mints, warm breath mints from his pocket. What a crappy Santa! <laughs> um, but see, all you're doing then is agreeing with me that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie by saying what you just said. 
No, I asked you what Christmas magic was. I'm not saying that. No, Christmas- the, the sentences that preceded that were all were all. You disagreed with me because I said you can watch whatever you want. And if you watch it every Christmas Eve, then it's part of your Christmas. It's a Christmas movie, right? And but there are Christmas references in it. That's what that that's, so that's what I think it, makes it a Christmas it takes movie. Is just a Christmas reference. Not a Christmas reference. There are multiple Christmas references. There's Christmas music. The movie, the end credits roll with uh, the weather outside is frightful. There, there are, I mean, they say Merry Christmas multiple times. There is a giant Christmas tree in the office. And yeah, no. I, it's I mean, a movie they, uh, that takes my, place around Christmas. Get out of here with this. Get out what? of here with this. No, it does. It takes, <laughs> it takes place around Christmas. There are Christmas references. Therefore, Christmas movie. Okay, well, with that, um, oh, wow, we've been recording for 45 minutes. Okay, um, I think that's a good place to stop because I don't think we're going to come to a conclusion here and the eternal question shall remain eternal, it appears. Well, for one I heard a Christmas movie? No. Yes. (laughs) So... (laughs) If you guys like this, make sure you hit the like button. If you really liked it, make sure you hit the subscribe button. If you hated it, go ahead and give it a thumbs down. We can't see the number anymore, so joke's on you. Oh, my God, I know. Um, So uh, thank you guys for watching, and we will see you next time on From the Deep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.